All right, welcome everybody to It's All in the Family podcast. Uh, I am Brian. I'm here with uh, Brolo, Tony Bowers, and uh, Sister Bree. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Yeah, we you know we uh, we took a bit of a hiatus. We had to uh, really discover what we wanted to do as you know artists of a podcast. We we had to get a fresh start to it. We we had to get a fresh start, and what better way to start fresh than to start with, with a on a loss on a, loss. a premature off season? I mean, how terrible was that? Um, yeah, it, it just I don't even know how to express the disappointment that I feel. I I was speaking with Grandpa on the phone last night, and it was just like. You know, I, I told him I am still upset about the Packer game because there were so many things and so many what ifs that uh, it just it it's been driving me nuts. Uh, what do you guys think about the Tampa Bay game? I think we were all gutted a lot more than Aaron Rodgers was in yeah. his post game interview. <laughs> why? Why do you say that? I mean, because he's getting paid millions of dollars. He is. <laughs> yeah. And he gets another week off, so you know we just have to wait another whole year to watch them play again. yeah yeah i don't know um you know speaking of the bucks game though we knew we, we came into the seat to the week confident you know brie i know you're talking about we're going to the super bowl this is our year this, this is was year. this was the year if, any, if it was going to be any year this was the year because after this year we've got a lot of you know free agents coming up unrestricted uh if we were going to make a run for it this was it with all the talent on the roster currently the way things were flowing um, still a relatively new offensive scheme that defense ha- haven't uh, acclimated to yet. Um, this was it. Yeah. Well, and you know what? We still put up 26 points. Or, sorry, 25 points. And it's it's frustrating that year after year when we've got one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever lace him up. I, if we're being honest with ourselves, he is great. He is one of the all-time best quarterbacks to play in the game. Well, even when Tom Brady says he's better than he is. Yeah. Well, and he, Aaron Rodgers played better than Tom yeah. Brady did. And we don't have to even look at the stats to, to understand that. You just have to you know use your eyes and, and, and watch the game. But it's so disappointing to me that the defense always comes up short. You know, we we had Dom Capers for a while. And, and for a couple of years there in the, in the late, like, 2009, 2000, 2008, 2009, 2010, we had a pretty solid defense. And, and they, I think they really helped elevate us to that Super Bowl in the 2010, 2011 season. Yeah, they were the bend, don't break yeah, kind of defense. Absolutely. But lately, we've just been fielding these defenses who just cannot get it done when it matters the most. I don't know that I would agree with that necessarily in this game. Did they give up big, big plays? Yes, the one right before halftime uh, to Scotty Miller down the sideline. They were completely out-schemed on that play. They should have had five guys lined up at the goal line and been ready for, you know, Hail Mary bomb, or at least had some safety help over the top. They didn't, um, and it showed, obviously. Um, but, no, I mean, when they, I think they came up big when they needed to. They got interceptions on, was it three straight? Three straight possessions. Possessions. Um, I mean, they gave our offense plenty of chances to win the game. And when you have such a high-powered offense as ours, the the leading scorers in the NFL, you expect them to make good on that. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but giving up 31 points to an offense that was missing one of their top receivers um, and and really only getting Brady to the ground once, 
uh, that wasn't, you know, I, I just, I, I don't think that's a great defensive performance. Well, yeah, well, actually, I think they did pretty good until third down. They got Tampa to a lot of third and eighth. Third and third long, and so they got him right in the position we needed to, but they and, couldn't. And then they couldn't hold him. Um, yeah. Kevin King, killer, killer all game, giving up touchdowns, yeah. giving up the long third down conversions. But, I mean, I don't know... I always feel like the Packers, when they play zone, they don't play their areas very well. There's always gaps that the receivers find. And I don't know, Kevin King was just soft on all of his coverages. I don't know if he thought that he was right next to the people, but he was always kind of out of position or behind. That has been that has been the theme of Kevin King's career. It's like he's got, he's got the physical traits. There's, there's nothing missing from him physically to be a top corner in the NFL. It's where are you supposed to be? When are you supposed to be there? Who's your help? Who's not your help? It's just it, he just can't get it together. And he doesn't like to wrap up. He likes to hit hard. Yeah. He, he likes to try to bump guys out of bounds yeah. or yeah. bump guys out. And it's, it, it was frustrating for me. Watching him play and get excited about you know a tackle for loss, but then give up you know that touchdown to Mike Evans in the first quarter, the touchdown to Scotty Miller right before halftime, and then the big pass interference. And call then the big pass, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was obvious pass interference. Yeah. You can't not call it. Although they hadn't been calling it all game. See, th- these are these are all of these what ifs. What if David Bakhtiari was there? Would Aaron Rodgers gotten sacked five times? Well, what if that that interception from Rodgers? If that was called, if they had pass, called interference. pass interference. Exactly. Yes, he obviously had a hold of the shoulder pad. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot. But regardless of the what-ifs, Aaron Rodgers had more than enough chances to convert in the red zone for touchdowns instead of field goals, yeah. um, and more than enough to extend drives that ended up in three and outs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to, to hear more about you know their reflections on 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 this game and and how they felt about their offensive performance. Um, but if you put up twenty five points, you know you you think you have a decent shot to win. And it was a better game than the first time we played them. Um, I was expect honestly I was expecting a lopsided Green Bay victory. Uh, so that kind of that really put a damper on uh, my my th- belief and, and thought in this team. And yeah, it was very disappointing. Yeah, the other thing I would say about the defense is that they did a good job of stopping the run. Yeah. They, yeah I mean, Fournette part, and, like and Rojo way. didn't put up a real big numbers. No. Um, they pretty much shut down the tight ends except for that little out pass to Gronk late, you know, in the game. That late in the game, sealed it. when we needed um, to stop. <laughs> All yeah. those things. Uh, you know, I mean, I think the defense played well enough for us as a team to win yeah. the game. Um, but, I don't know, I... I Put the blame on the guy who's got the biggest paycheck, who's got the most skin in the game, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, and another thing, like <clears throat> our defense was definitely one-sided too. You know, Kevin King was struggling. Jair Alexander didn't allow a completion. Yeah. The entire job played great. Yeah. He was he was really good on Sunday, and he really showed what everybody knew all year long that he is. The number one, the number corner. one corner yeah. in football, and it's it's not really necessarily you, all that close. You have two two playoff games, and he's only allowed negative two yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that <laughs> dude that dude can play two and, catches out of like eleven targets or something. Honestly, 
I, I didn't know what to think of that draft pick. Um, that has that has really shocked me. I didn't think that because he's undersized. You know, I didn't think that he was going to be this this good, especially this quick. But he has really acclimated, and it's it's just too bad that his you know his style and his his way of you know thinking about the game and thinking about the field um, hasn't rubbed off on the other guys that we have in that defensive backfield. Yeah, and it's always taken our defensive backfield three, four years to get good. Yeah. And uh, Nick Collins, you know, he struggled the first three years, and then yeah. he became a stud, and then he hurt his neck yeah. and was out. Um, Bush, you know, he was never that great, but he ended up being a captain on special teams. He took forever. Well, he was the greatest, one of, our, <laughs> one of the best special teams players the yeah. Packers have ever had. But he took forever to develop yeah. in the yeah. secondary. For sure. Yeah. Um, Bree, you want to talk about the middle eight? Yeah, so let's focus in on a very critical section of the game, critical section of every game, and the reason that Tom Brady is as great of a game manager quarterback as he is. And let's just define the middle eight first. It's the, the last four minutes in the first half, uh, first four minutes in the second half. And basically Brady's philosophy and, and really good game manager's philosophies are if you control that portion of the game, there's a good chance that you will win, yeah. whether it's time of possession or scoring. Um, but if you do better than the other team in that chunk, you have a good share of the momentum going into halftime, coming out of halftime. It's really like, hard to come back from that. I feel like the Packers always try to do that when they defer. I mean, most teams try to yeah. get that. They try to defer yeah. to get the ball a second half. Yeah, but you have to have everybody on the same page. And I think that's where... Tom Brady and and Bruce Arians struggled, especially in the first half of the season, because Bruce Arians is a very run and gun type of guy. Let's air it out. Get, you know, we're not wasting as much time on uh, focusing on clock management as we are as trying to score, score, score. Yeah. Uh, whereas Tom Brady is kind of the opposite. You know, let's shut it down during this time period so that we can control the clock, control the the time of possession, and you know, go into the locker room and come out of the locker room and with the best possible chance to win. Um, so let's go over the middle eight in the pack bucks game. Um, Patriots, sorry, Patriots, Buccaneers had the ball (laughs) (laughs) driving under four minutes. They were up 14 to 10. Uh, but our defense gets a stop, gets the ball, gets the ball back to our offense with about two minutes, 10 seconds left. We were on approximately the 25 yard line, our own, um, play sequence from there. We had a run for one yard, uh, and then it went to the two minute warning. Had a little dump pass to uh, the running back for about three yards to get, get us to third down. Um, luckily, uh, and impressively, they, they took a chance to Lazard over the middle, got us up to the Green Bay 40. Um, however, I, to me, this was a big botch at this point from either Rodgers or LaFleur. We, had, we were sitting on two timeouts. They had just a big pass up the middle. Had to get everybody down the field. And then Rodgers doesn't snap the ball right away. He, there was a no huddle. But they don't snap the ball. They sit there at the line, hold it for a good seven to nine seconds, and then snap it. That's um, a that's a classic Rodgers thing. I hate that. Anyways, continue. And, and what happened at that play, because they didn't have time to regroup at all, um, he took a sack for minus 10 yards, and that was it for us. We weren't, we weren't getting the ball back. Uh, and, and at this point, again, we had two timeouts left. Um, Tampa Bay then takes a timeout after the sack. And then subsequent play, Rodgers throws a pick across the middle, trying to force it up to, to get us back up to the first down. That was the one where it could have been a defensive hold call or pass interference. Should uh, have been. But, but they didn't call it. 
Um, regardless, it, it wasn't a, a great, it was a very, very tight window. If there was an opening at all, probably shouldn't have been thrown. No. Um, so 28 seconds left. Uh, they get a, they complete a seven yard sideline throw to Fournette, um, to get them across midfield. And then they throw two incompletions, run it down to about 13 seconds left. So defense held them again to fourth and three. Uh, with 13 seconds to go, the Bucks decided not to punt. Uh, they brought their offense back on the field. And then um, another little dink pass across the uh, out to the right-hand side to Fournette took a timeout. So they had no timeouts left. Um, they got it back to there was eight seconds to go on the clock. Uh, from the Green Bay 39. And then that's the play where Tom Brady tosses it up to Scotty Miller, touchdown. I'm going to call that the... Over Kevin King. I'm going to call that the Petten and King play. Like, that that really defined both of their Mm -hmm. times here in Green Bay. Yes, and it's a good thing that Petten's gone. I mean, that was a complete defensive scheme. That was just stupid. I mean, they they have no timeouts. Okay, so you get a big completion across the middle. They can't get the offense up to the line to to run another play. Yeah. Or if they have a completion, let them take another shot at the end zone. Who cares? Bat the ball down. What are the odds that they're going to complete a Hail Mary? Yeah. I just... As a bystander who, you know, I watch watch football. I really love football, but I, you know, I don't do a, a whole lot of scheme diving. That was a really stupid scheme. You cannot play. You cannot play man to man with one deep safety, in that in that possession in that in that position that we're in, and expect to come away, especially when Tom Brady is a quarterback. No, and he's got all the weapons. Stupid. Well, they had trips bunched on the left hand side, and somehow the safety was all the way over on the right. He wasn't even close to to make the play. So I I don't know what happened there. It was uh, yeah, we were not prepared for that, which we should have been. I mean, it was an obvious had to be a hail mary situation. Um, yeah. or, or something similar. So if anyways, there is a time to play prevent defense, it was right then. Yeah, I, I <laughs> wish we would have had Dom back, yeah, damn it. Seriously. <laughs> All right, so that takes us to the second half. So uh, within the middle eight, we're down seven to nothing. Um, Green Bay gets the ball after halftime because we deferred on the kickoff. Uh, two plays got us about five yards. Uh, it's third down and five, and uh, Rodgers throws... Uh, We've got Jones, Aaron Jones, lined up in the slot all the way over on the right-hand side. They run a play. He ends up crossing uh, all the way over to the left-hand side across the middle of the field. And he passes it, gets the pass from Rodgers, um, catches it about three yards short of the first down, immediately lit up by the linebacker, and fumbles the ball. That one hurt. Well, it's kind of hard when the guy threw his entire shoulder right into the, the ball. Yeah. Uh, it, Jones did have decent coverage on the ball too, you know, like covering the ball up and truthfully, it was just I, a bad, bad scenario. Good I, hit on the defender's part. I think that was the play that uh, cost Aaron Jones his his next year in Green Bay or his next contract in Green Bay. But anyways, yeah, we're right now we're sucking at the middle eight. Yes. <laughs> so we had we had a chance to at least make it a wash, yeah. uh, go down and score, or at least get you know a couple of points out of it. Um, and really, you know, yes, Aaron Jones fumbled the ball. We were gonna go three and out on that yeah. drive. He wasn't getting a first Anyways, down. Anyways, no, he wasn't gonna be even close to getting a first down. Um, again, goes back to Rogers a little bit. Uh, so Tampa Bay gets the ball back, score a touchdown on the very first play after the fumble, um, and then uh, that's very quick early on in the third quarter. 
Uh, the Packers do score on the ensuing drive, but it's well under 11 minutes. So uh, Tampa Bay won the middle eight, 14 to nothing. You take away those two touchdowns on arguably fluke things or, or poor scheming, whatever, and not things that are, are happen you know, every game, things that you don't bank on happening consistently anyways, um, and we win. Take away one of them. Take away the take away the touchdown before halftime, and it is all of a sudden twenty four twenty five Packers win. Yep. It's just that's those are that's just one of the what ifs from this game that is so maddening to me that I just can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's so frustrating, you guys, and it's it's oh man, I don't know how to describe it other than frustrating, and I just this. Bree, I did not buy into this is the year, this is the year, this is the year until after they beat the Rams. Once they beat the Rams, I was like, okay, hell yeah, this is the year, and we're going to do it, and I'm blaming you for getting me excited about it. How do you feel about that? I'm going to blame you for believing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're wrong, Brian. You know, on paper and on the field, man. We should have won the game. We were the team to beat. And you know what? Had we won the game, I I don't think the Chiefs would have stood a chance. Because Rodgers playing against a less experienced quarterback, he's going to win every time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Offense, defense, special teams, grades. Tony, ready, set, go. Offense, I would have to say D+. Plus. Mostly because of Rodgers and what he... I feel like he kind of did what he did at the, the during the first game. That first game, it was Aaron... Or I was going to say Aaron Jones. Um... Devontae Adams, it was his first game back after the injury. Yeah. So we targeted him all the time, you know, the two picks that he had the, the first game against the Bucks had the same thing. You look at our red zone possessions. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I believe it was like two of nine, and he was one of seven to Aaron or Devontae. Devontae. Yeah. One of seven. Like, okay, can you switch it up? We were one of them was a drop. He had one Devontae the, dropped that zone. touchdown in the touchdown. Yep, um, end zone. Sorry, <laughs> I, I was gonna say that you beat me to it, Brian. Shout out, <laughs> but, too many Cuppa espresso stouts from Whole Hog tonight. Right, Tony. This episode is actually presented by Whole Hog because that's all we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> White stout. Uh, we got a hazelnut brownie. This is this is a, this is awesome, Tony. Um. This is your brewery, man. How yeah, do you feel? Yeah, it is my brewery. <laughs> Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Shout out. Many, many years wasted there. But Wait, a good company. But a few you good were, Hold company. on, hold on. You were wasted or you wasted years there? <laughs> um, or was it a combo? That's a little bit of both. <laughs> All right. I won't regret it. I won't change it. It was good. Um, yeah, I mean, how about we run the freaking ball? Yeah. You know, we have A.J. Dillon. I mean, he carried... I don't think he got enough run in this game. I don't believe he did either. He carried five people... That was awesome. ...for six yards. Yeah. He was down for... They this guy's making a statement, man. Yeah. He, he's the one who... Well, he showed he he's, wanted he's that. He's making a name for himself, he he's going to be the lead. Yeah. He's going to be the is, premier back next this year. This is why we don't need Aaron Jones. We don't yeah. need to sign that big yeah. contract to a running yeah. back. We yeah. can... We'll save that for later. All right, so the offense got a D-plus, Tony. What about yeah. the defense? Defense... I give it a C only because of the big plays, third, third and longs. You know that's you you put them you put Tom Brady's offense into that ideal scenario to get a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Granted, we did get the three picks in the second half, 
And that's, you know, that's why we get them into third and longs, try to create that scenario, and we gave it up in the first the first half, you know. That first possession, they had three, I believe it was a third and eight, a third and nine, and then a third and nine, and they converted every single yeah. one for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. That we, we cannot give up that many third downs. So, yeah. yeah. Special teams? Special teams. Who Were cares? they even there? Who cares? They weren't there all Did year. Did Mason Crosby kick? <laughs> Just kidding. Of course he kicked. He did, did we have a punt kicker. returner? <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure we oh fair caught everything. There, yeah. was, there were no oh, punt return yards. What a waste of a signing. I, I thought I was going to get excited about Tavon Austin. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. I, it was a little too late in the season, I think, to really have him gel with yeah. anybody on the offense. Yeah, but, yeah, terrible. no, it was disappointing to see him. Waste uh, of a contract, honestly. Uh, yes, to, to not do anything in, yeah. in the punt return game. Yeah. Um, Bree, what do you got for grades? Offensively. C minus. I'm really. You guys are being hard. I'm really hating on Aaron Rodgers. Why? Know? I mean, uh, he, he showed... is the best no, no, thrower no. of the football yes. of all time. I agree with you. He's a he is the most skilled quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. Most skilled. Yeah. Most skilled and winning do not go together. Obviously, that's very clear. How many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? How many does he have without Bill Belichick? Well, he may have one. Well, but does he have any? I mean, truthfully, we cannot we cannot whittle quarterbacks down to Super Bowl rings unless we take into account the entire football team, including the coaching staff. Truthfully. Anyways, we'll get into that later. So, Anyways, offense. C-minus. Uh, C-minus. <laughs> I mean, they had so many chances to come back in the game. And historically, Rodgers has been... Uh, a shit quarterback to have when you're trying to make language. Your language yeah. is offensive. You, okay, before we started this podcast, Bree told me I can't cuss, and here she is dropping the shit bomb. <laughs> a big old brown one. <laughs> it applies to Aaron Rodgers because he can, he has been historically atrocious at completing the comeback. Yeah, historically, there were a few years back where he he had some comeback games he against like, like the, Dallas in yeah. the playoffs. Um, oh yeah. No, uh, and, wrong and everyone was all high on that, yeah. but that was one one game out of so many. Yeah. I mean, besides, well, he's one in four in in conference championship games. And right, and and some some people previously, you know, want to blame this on Mike McCarthy and his play calling and his predictability. But you know, we've switched up the entire offensive scheme. Who's the common denominator here? It's Aaron Rodgers. He's got to he's got to pick that route that's going to get him to that first down, where instead of dumping it two or three yards before the first down and yeah. you know of yeah. course and, and, and I mean, it's just it play. was disappointing yeah. to see him force 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 the ball to Devontae adams in the red zone um when that didn't have to be the case but he's a creature of habit he's 38 years old i don't see him yeah. changing much at this point well you know what though he threw quite a few catchable balls to those guys on the red zone too it's not like it's not like he was throwing errant passes all over the place. He was he threw catchable balls. There was that one where Devontae caught but couldn't get his feet down. Devontae yeah. dropped the one in the corner. Um, Here's another. Uh, he could have ran. It was the third third and goal. Ran. He should have ran. He could at have. Least, he wasn't going to make it. He no, wasn't. He wasn't going to make it. He would have made it an interesting play for yeah. fourth down. He, yeah. you know, they could have gave it to Dylan. Tried to just. Jam it down their freaking throat. Yeah. Who knows? Dom Sue probably would have stomped on him, but yeah. you never know. Defensively, um, I like I like the way our defense played. I'd give him a B. Oof. They came up. I mean, they held Brady to 280 yards. He threw three picks. Uh, had three three touchdowns on the day, but one of those was a, a gimme. Two of them were gimmies. 
you know, that we already talked about in the eight-minute drill. Um, no, I, I like the way that they played. I think they stuck to their game plan. They shut down the run. Um, and they kind of played the, the bend-don't-break philosophy. Yes, they gave up a lot oh, of they, points. They bent. But, uh, <laughs> they but, sure uh, bent. You know they what? know how to I bend. Mean, <laughs> the offense put them in Very really, really crappy <laughs> positions also. I mean, yeah, you, you can blame well a lot of the scoring <laughs> on the offense. Yeah. Special teams, it's a wash. They didn't yeah, do anything. Got to see. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to take a very different approach as to uh, what you two just laid out. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge stat guy. I, I like to kind of judge with my eyes. But 340, 346 yards, 69% completion percentage, three touchdowns, average of 7.2 per completion. Um, I'd say that's a pretty good game. And if you can put up 25 points against a very, I don't know, I don't know how they ranked defensively all season, but they're quick. They're I mean, formidable. You, you put that, you put that defense on the field for Tampa Bay. They've got speed. Devin White is a thumper, and he is going to be, if not, if he isn't already, he is going to be one of the best middle linebackers in the NFL in the next five years. Uh, he is, he is fast. He hits hard. He does everything you want from that middle linebacker position. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and give the offense, you know, 25 points against Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers had a pretty good game. I, I I'm going to give them at least a B. I don't want to go much higher than that because obviously we didn't win and we rely on our offense so much that tw- apparently 25 points is not enough to get, to get it done. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a B and and he also turned the ball over right before halftime. Which if we punt in that situation, who knows what would have happened. Um, but otherwise, overall, he had you know he had a pretty good game. Well, that's uh, good. that interception that he had, he threw the exact same ball. Yeah. In the second half, sometime, but it was a completion to MBS. Right. You know he. Well, and and we cannot we can't sit here and overlook the fact that. Defensive pass interference was not called all game until the very last play. So Until he had a hold of the jersey and you know there what, was though, a yard I, separation were, and you could see the thing. There were plenty of other opportunities the for them to throw the flag to. Uh, there there yeah. were. And I we, mean, we it, can't what, argue was that ball that. catchable? No. Should have he interfered? No, because he wasn't going to catch it anyways. No. Um, but it's just, it's, an it was a crazy situation. It's an unfortunate way to yeah. end it. Have we had plenty of those in green Bay? Heck absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, and I don't want to use that one play as an excuse because it's not, it's just, if they're not going to call it all game and then to call it in that situation, I just, that, that seemed a little Bush league to me. Um, defensively, uh, I don't, I can't remember what you guys gave them. Uh, but I'm going to give them a, probably a D. D minus. If you're if you can only get Brady to the ground once, that you're not gonna win a football game. You cannot beat Tom Brady getting one sack. I don't know how many pressures he had. I don't know how hurried he was, but he was throwing from a fairly clean pocket all game, except for those three picks that he threw. Yeah, honestly, those were probably their three pressures. And think about okay, if we would have gotten. You know, two extra one on them in the first half on third down. We were rushing four guys on third down that entire first drive. They completed three third and longs. They marched down the field, and it's it's extremely frustrating for me to sit here and think about how 
we've got Zadarius Smith. We've got Rashawn Gary. We've got Kenny Clark going Preston up the middle. Smith. We've got Preston, Preston Smith on, on the he's other side. He's been forgettable side. all year. He so. has been forgettable, but you know what? He stepped up he's a little bit in the playoffs. <laughs> it, we, are, we aren't paying him to be forgettable. We have these guys who can get to the quarterback, and they just couldn't get it done. Um, so I'm I'm really disappointed in the defense. At D, D minus. Uh, I, I wouldn't give them an F because I don't think they flunked, but they certainly have room to grow. Uh, special teams was a wash. C. I, I'm nothing really special. Tavon Austin sucks. I'm glad he's going to be gone. <laughs> um, speaking of the defense, let's talk a little bit about Mike Pettin leaving. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the, I think that's the, the cheer of Every Green Bay Packer fan. Um, I, and it feels like we just can't get this defensive coordinator position correct. I, I saw yeah. a thing on Facebook, and it was all likes and hearts. Yeah. It wasn't like a frowny face or angry yeah. or anything. We're all... I, You know, and, and when they hired him... Maybe they him, were hearts for Mike Pettin. Maybe they really maybe. loved him, and they're sorry maybe to they see him go. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, when we hired Mike Pettin, I, I thought, okay, maybe this could be the guy to kind of get our defense Well, he's around. the guy that's like... On the sideline the whole yeah. time. He's with the guys. He's yeah. fired up. I mean, that's what we needed well, because Dom Capers was such a scheme guy way up in the box. And yeah. I know that's where a lot of them sit. Yeah. But he wasn't uh, real relatable with He didn't the seem players. like he was part of the game. No. I, right? got a, I got a question for you. With everything being so high-pressured offense now, um, do defensive coordinators really have a good chance of keeping their jobs after two or three years? Because... It kind of seems like every team kind of needs that fresh defensive scheme. Others, you know, teams. I mean, look at Don Capers. He he had a good defense for two years, and then after that, prevent, prevent, prevent. But then we'd end up giving up the lead. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's that's one thing that I think it'd be tough being a defensive coordinator. Yeah. But well, and I'm I'm just pulling up because it's that's an interesting point you just made, Tony. Are defensive coordinators valuable is basically kind of what you're asking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Jets hired a defensive coordinator. The Chargers hired a defensive coordinator to be their head coach. Um, who else do we have here? We had Urban Meyer hired, who's an offensive guy, um, um, but, Rex but more Ryan of a college a guy. guy. Rex he, Ryan was a big guy, right. Um, well, I mean defensive guy. He is a big guy, too, but not as big as his brother. <laughs> Rob, yeah. <laughs> Rob's got a few. Uh, Rob's got a few lbs on on Rex, especially now that Rex is in TV. He looks really good on TV. No, I don't. Am know. I the only I one that thinks that? To to Tony, Tony likes the way he looks too. A kind of girl that figure too. Yeah. Right Maybe I'll, you're trying may- to perfect the Rex Ryan. Maybe I'll get on TV too. TV Rex Ryan or sideline Rex Ryan? You gotta tell me. <laughs> Um, Arthur Smith was hired by Atlanta. He's an offensive coordinator. Um, let's see here. Who else we got? Nick Sirianni, uh, was hired by the Eagles. Uh, he was a defensive coordinator. Go- he was a defensive guy. Um, Dan which is Cam- interesting because it's their offense that's suffering. Right, right, right. Uh, Dan Campbell is a defensive guy, right? He certainly has the attitude of one. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, we're, we're looking at, we're looking at head coaches who are hired, who are defensive coordinators. And if defense is not looked at as being as important as offense, then why are these guys getting hired? I, I, I really think that defense is 
the most important aspect of football. You you have you have your holy trinity, right? You have your quarterback, your offensive line, and your defensive line. If you can get those th- three things right, which Tampa Bay does, you're you're going to be in a good spot. Two out of the three of those are offensive positions. Though. Two out of yeah, but you have to have that third one, right? If you have a good defensive line, you have a good secondary. If you have a good defensive line, you're you're gonna get to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, look at yeah. the Packers. We didn't have a good defensive front during the Tampa Bay game, and that's what gave up those third and longs. Exactly. So, yes, I I really think defense is important, and it's still going to be important as we move through this offensive. I don't know if we want to call it like a, a revolution or a relevation. But Revelation. It, it, it is certainly, <laughs> it is certainly a uh, a very exciting part of the NFL right now. Um, I'm happy to see Mike Pettin leave. I think our defense has sucked under him. Uh, I was I was really excited about the hire when it was initially announced because you know, like you said, Bree, he is a guy who is in the game. He's he's on the sidelines. He's getting guys. He's trying to get guys pumped up, but. He just, he's just not, yeah. not I mean, what we wanted. I thought him having um, Kirksey alongside yeah. him as kind of the quarterback of the defense the, at the middle linebacker position would be beneficial. Yeah. Uh, but with Kirksey out all season, you know, it didn't really pan out. Yeah. And, Talk about a disappointing yeah. signing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you have a, a undrafted free agent start either next to him or over him, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, the Barnes, you know, I was pretty impressed by him coming out with the club. You liked Chris Barnes. I did, ever since the beginning. I thought it was Week pointless two. for him to play with the club because he just uh, didn't make whatever. any. He made no splash plays. He did not show up on the TV screen once. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just my that was just my opinion. <laughs> Either did any of our other frogs. Yeah, so seriously. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm excited to see who we can, you know, kind of lure away from, from other squads. I don't know. I know... Um, Oh, who was Matt Patricia is going back to New England. So mm-hmm. that was, I was kind of secretly hoping he would kind of, you know, maybe entertain the idea of coming to Green Bay because I don't think he's a bad coach. He just has, you know, different he expectations. He was in Detroit. I mean, it's yeah. tough with Detroit, yeah. But it, it'll be interesting. And I think that's going to be a really big hire for us this offseason. Um, yeah. Probably, probably the most important hire that we make uh, because our. Players, you know, they're they're interchangeable as long as you have the right scheme. Yeah, and special teams is special teams. I mean, you can't get worse than what we've been doing, no. so oh uh, it can only go up from here. No, yeah. And we won how many, 13 games this year? Well, Tyler Irvin will be back this year, Yeah, uh, or, or coming He's this a, next this upcoming season. He's a undrafted free agent. Yeah, but you know what? He has played really, really well for us in the return game and, and just on special teams as a whole, and I'm, I'm excited to get him back. Um, he, he'll he be a really nice offensive weapon. Um. Speaking of, you know, impending free agents, let's take a look at our 12 unrestricted free agents and uh, let's let's make some let's make some predictions. Who's going to be back and who's not going to be? Uh, let's start with Aaron Jones. You know, he's he's the biggest name. What do you guys think about Aaron Jones coming back this year? No. No, I I really hope we do not make that uh... be a waste of money, right? It would, especially seeing okay, we got Jamon, Jamal Williams, who again is another undrafted free agent. You know, drafted the same year, a couple, uh, couple rounds, rounds back. back. I think he was a fifth round. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe he's shown that he can do almost everything that uh, Aaron Jones can do. 
he just never he wasn't the hot hand. So yeah. you know, Aaron Jones got the touches at the time. Especially and he continued to carry on yeah. with the touches. Especially this year, Jamal Williams was in supreme shape coming into mm-hmm. the season. Um, it's but the dancing. Yeah, it's the dancing. Uh, but speaking on Aaron Jones, there's no way he's going to be back. I mean, no. we are, without without signing all of our unrestricted free agents, we're already $29 million over the projected cap. So unless the NFL does something with their salary cap projections, we're not going to have a ton of money. We're, we're going to have no money to throw around. And I just don't see us throwing anything at Aaron Jones. No, yeah. Unfortunately, it's an easy decision because he had a really nice season. Um, you know, I think he brings a good attitude and outlook to the team yeah. but we're pretty well stacked at that position he's an easy one to let go yeah uh cory lindsley this is the guy if we can if we can re-sign anybody any of our unrestricted free agents i would pick cory lindsley he is uh one of the most underrated offensive players in all of football he was an extremely integral part in our very at times dominant offensive line this season uh, he's the quarterback of that offensive line. Everybody loves Bach, but Lindsley really made the offensive line take, an- take another step this yeah. year, right? Because we know Bakhtiari is going to do his thing on the left side. We know that. We know Elton Jenkins is a stud. But Corey Lindsley really proved this year that he could wind up being kind of indispensable. What do you guys think about Lindsley coming back? Yeah, it'd be a shame to see him go. Um, I just it'd be a I huge would. downgrade at that position, and it's such a crucial position on the line. Um, it, it starting from scratch there would be a mistake. Yeah, yeah. The big thing is you know they're expecting him to take up eight and a half million dollars. Yeah, the salary cap, well worth is, it in my opinion. Well worth you know, quite a bit more than the next unrestricted free agent that we have on our roster yeah. right now. So. Yeah, I just the way that he was talking after the game, it's he's basically saying i'm gonna miss these guys he knows he's not coming back unless we make that like godfather offer to him which i hope we do i I hope we can find some sort of i'm I'm certainly not a cap expert i don't know really how it works all that well other than you know some guys account for more towards the cap based on their salary uh but i just if we can find a way to make it happen he'd be the one guy that i'd want back over anybody else uh, Kevin King, can we just you know go ahead and say no? Move along, please. Uh, no, thank you. There was a meme I saw on Facebook. Please uh, sign with Chicago. Home Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Malone. Yeah. Of uh, Kevin, uh, I don't know what the name is. Kevin. Kevin the kid. The Kevin kid. McAllister. Yeah. Yeah. The mom yelling Kevin. Yeah. And, you know that's all what yeah. everyone was thinking at the yeah. Bucks game. I mean, See if we can get him really, really cheap. No, I, no, I'd like no, to have him not. have a nice redeeming season. But, I would not. Uh, you know, if we can't, I've go. seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> a second, the the first pick of the second round needs to perform better than what he did this season and throughout his entire career. I'm good to see him go. Uh, Jamal Williams, what do you think about Jamal? Keep him. Yeah, oh, but God. we still don't know if AJ Dillon is the receiving threat that, we, and Williams has proven that he can yeah. catch the ball to the backfield. Williams has proven that he can do anything on the backfield. The only thing I'm, wor- I'm worried about about Williams is somebody's going to offer him starters money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody who's desperate enough, if they, especially if they have an injury or something um, leading up into you know, the start of the season, if, if Williams remains unsigned or doesn't want to come back to Green Bay for whatever we can offer him, I'm worried that somebody's going to throw you know, $12 to $15 million in his face and say, hey, come, 
come hang out with us and and he's gonna do it uh he is other than Lindsley, he would be my number two. I, we need we need guys like Jamal well, Williams on this roster. Especially with a league that we have now, every team is throwing two two good running backs. Yeah. After AJ Dillon, we have nothing. Yeah, what are we yeah. gonna do? The days of the workhorse back workhorse back are you know numbered. Yeah. At this point, there's very few of them that do it and, and do it at a really high level yeah. anymore. Especially after getting really big contracts. Hello, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> what a dud. Uh, Mercedes Lewis, big dog. If he if he wants to come back, I don't I don't see why we wouldn't. Yeah, we can get him on the cheap. Uh, yeah. You know, he's a good team leader. He's um, a great block. He's, he is he's the a, best blocking tight end. In the he's end. the locker room presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's I'd, worth it. I'd yeah. love to get that guy back. Uh, Lane Taylor, eh. hit or miss. I just yeah. he's he's too hurt. Yeah. yeah, I mean it sucks to. And he's thirty one. Yeah, I don't like that. Say <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Go high in the draft, lineman, offensive lineman, defensive. Well, lineman. we still have Runyon behind him. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's. I think that is the like, that's the vision of the future. Um, Runyon played well when he had an opportunity to this well, year. Yeah, and yeah. he was very versatile. Yeah. On the line, he played almost every position. Yeah. So. Well, and he's got the, he's got the genes, you know, because his his dad was a, was a player as well. Oh, I um, thought you were talking about like Levi's or something. No, definitely not Levi's. Well, he might wear Levi's. Um, Big ones. Which is <laughs> which is fine. Uh, what about Snacks? Speaking of Big Levi's, what about Snacks Harrison? Why? Why would we hold on to this guy? He's he's only 32. And if he's going to come cheap, and obviously he picked Green Bay because well, we, he, we could he, offer he, him he maybe... He Seattle first, and then they dropped him because yeah, he wasn't doing anything. But... Then he came to us. And he couldn't get off the field when it mattered. Well, he was sloppy seconds, man. They don't call him Sprinter; they call him Snacks. <laughs> um, no, I mean they did stuff the run against the Bucks. So yeah. if he was part of that, fine. Yeah, uh, he I'd... played thirty-two snaps, but those thirty-two snaps were running downs, and, and I I think that he was a big part of that. Not that you know he had eye-popping stats, but he, he was he was present on those plays. He's expendable, but I guess if yeah. we can get him on the cheap, yeah. might as well. Honestly, I didn't even remember his name until you said Snacks. I was like, oh yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Tavon Austin, quick no? No. He sucks. Yeah. Uh, Swervin Irvin. What do we think about Swervin Irvin? I think we need him. Definitely, I think yes. we need him too. He is the gadget player that we wanted Tavon Austin to be. Yeah, he's well. He was our gadget player too this year until he got hurt. Yeah. Once he got hurt, we can really didn't see him very much. Yeah. You know, I don't know what. Well, he's on IR for a torn ACL. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, that, that would happen. We won't. We won't see him until next year. <laughs> I, I didn't know the extent um, of his injury. Yeah. Season, uh, well, it was a season-ending injury. I don't know oh, if it was yeah. an ACL, but it was. A, it was definitely. We knew he was going to be out for the year. Um, so hopefully you we can we either. can get Swerve and Irvin back. <laughs> uh, what about Mont Adams? I he just I mean talk about a guy who doesn't play. Yeah. Can't we we or can't roster guys that aren't going to play? Well, and we've had him name. for four seasons. If you and, haven't figured yeah. it out now, by now, then time to move on. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know who Billy Wynn is? Nope. Okay, so I think he's a solid <laughs> no for bringing him back. I know who he is, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys good buddies. Could be. Could be. <laughs> there's there's potential there's there, potential. Tony. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's potential with me. Um, and then we wrap up with, you know, linebacker James Burgess, who, who did? wasn't great. <laughs> um, he got hurt after playing on, like, what, four games on special teams and yeah. never played with us again? 
I think we can move on. I think we. I think that's a hard no as yeah. well. Um, so really, what we're looking for is Lindsley, hopefully Jamal. on a prayer. Yep. Jamal Williams also on a prayer because who knows what kind of money that guy's going to get thrown at. Yeah, he's kind of a dark horse. It's all, you know, I think I think he's a sneaky player, you know. Yeah. But he Be- loves Green Bay. Yeah. But he also loves Aaron Jones. Him and Aaron Jones are best friends. They're never yeah. going to play together again. No, they'll never play it together again. It doesn't matter what happens, they'll no. never play together they will again. Never so go to you got to take spot. that off the table. Yep. Um, and then we're really looking at Swervin Irvin, who I he has to be affordable. There's no way that we can't afford to pay a guy like him. Um, are we talking be, about undrafted free agents? Do we talk about Will Redmond at all? No, we were talking about unrestricted free agents. So free agents that... Yeah, he is unrestricted. Nope. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He was an undrafted free agent, Tony. If it says UFA, he was an undrafted free agent. That's what all of these say. We're well, going to have to cut it off. Yeah. He didn't make me. the list. What? He did not make the list of 12 on The Athletic. So I was just kind of going off that. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Sorry to have better. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> okay, um, anyways, it was the end of the thing. So let's let's move into the Rogers future controversy. Is there is there a controversy here? I'm going to no. ask you guys first. Look, honestly, No. No. The reason that we talked about it for the last week, or, the, you know, all the important people talked about it for the last week, is because Rodgers brought it to the forefront. Yeah. Um, mostly because he was so gutted after that loss. <laughs> you know what? He, I can't imagine that he wouldn't be. I, there is, I really don't think there is a controversy. Um, I think it's just a bunch of hogwash, and... He talked with Pat McAfee about it on on Pat's show the day after. Yeah. Who uh, I I don't know if you guys listen to Pat McAfee show. It's fantastic. You guys should definitely if you're tune in. Watch Especially on show. Tuesdays. Just <laughs> relax. Yeah, it's he's he does a good job, and and Rogers gets on there and actually talks, and you don't see a ton of that now with well with quarterbacks especially guys who will just get on a radio show and and just talk. Um, Rogers really kind of cleared the air, mentioning, you know, nothing in the NFL is certain. I would love to be like, you know, Derek Jeter or Tim Duncan and play for one team my entire career, but you just don't know if that's going to happen. And I just feel like it's we're circling back to, to what we were talking about when they drafted Jordan Love. It's like, really, are we going to make this guy talk more about his future in Green Bay? Then we have to. Well, here's the thing that I thought about, too, and I even saw it. You know, out of the four quarterbacks that were left in the in the divisional or the conference championships, who's the one if they lose, who has the one to most talk about? You had Allen, second year player, right? Second was the second, second or year? third? Josh second Allen. Year Josh Allen. No, it's third. Third third year in the season. Never been to the playoffs. He's a new guy. He was there last year. What they were? Yeah. Yep. Oh well, they lost. Whatever. Yeah, they they lost right away. Yeah. Um, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes coming off a concussion, they could blame. And coming him. off a Super Bowl yeah. win, so yeah. you know he doesn't win the Super Bowl back to back. Yeah. Tom Brady, he's old. Yeah. Packers, and he's won how many? You know. Six. Six. Yeah. And he's been to fourteen. You know, he's an old dog. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he's lost. Four of five? Four, the four straight championship games. Yeah. Conference championship you games. You know, 
Um, one, he should the the Seattle game we should never have lost. That was no. absolute bullshit. Another since we're another 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 defensive yeah fluke. You know yeah special teams. Brandon Bostic oh. didn't catch freaking ball. Oh, I was talking about the other one where um, Tremont Williams gave up the. That was in overtime after yeah. Brandon Bostic yeah. didn't catch the freaking yeah. ball on the onside kick. Uh, still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just frustrating. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> the two Hail Marys of Jeff Janis. Yeah, and then uh yeah, then they I feel like I feel like we're getting players. lost here. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> where was I again? Oh the four the four, four quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Basically I think it was the only quarterback for people to talk about. Yeah. And he's got drama. the most drama. Create drama. Yeah. He does have the most drama. Um and I think he kind of generates that himself. A little bit sometimes, just based on how he reacts and, and, and talks interacts with the media. With the media. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I, I am an Aaron Rodgers believer. I know I wrote a little piece about how I was really excited that they drafted Jordan Love, and I'm still excited that they drafted Jordan Love with that that foresight into the future. Um, I wish, I guess, I wish they would have waited a year to spend a first round pick on a quarterback because this year's quarterback class is way better than last year's. Um, but I, I just, Aaron Rodgers, to me, and in this, this is definitely recency bias and, and bias in, in general because I haven't had the privilege of watching you know Dan Marino play. I did not, I did not get to watch you know Joe Montana or Terry Bradshaw. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I have seen. And it's frustrating to me that we have to, towards the tail end of a, of a legend's career, I love Brett Favre, but Aaron Rodgers is my guy. I like, I like a little bit more swag and, and a little less prima donna well, like Brett Favre had. But it, I, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen. And I'm sick of having to have this conversation. Well, here's the thing, too, is everyone... You know, a sports world, everyone. It's not if you can win a Super Bowl now. It's yeah. how Why many. Why not, though? That's the important many, thing. What did we all no, want? No, we wanted to win the Super but Bowl. How we don't many, care how many but games how they many, win. how many? You know, look at all, all... Okay, Brett Favre only won one. Tom Brady has won... Six. Six. Dan six Marino won the, zero. John Elway mm-hmm. won two. Uh, Joe Montana won four. He was 4-0. and oh. there, Why, Yeah. There are only 12 quarterbacks that have won... More than one, and Eli Manning is yeah. one of them. What are we talking about here, people? Why are we? Why are okay. we basing Rodgers solely about... off of his Super Bowl wins? No, I mean yes, he's the most skilled quarterback there to ever play the game to this point. Yeah, he is certainly not the winningest, and I, I think part of that goes into his leadership. I don't think he's the best leader of a team. He was this year. I don't he know. was great this year. He was better than he has been. Yeah. But um, to not be able to rally your team on on three straight series where where your defense picked the ball off and you could get back and and go ahead, I mean, come on. That's on you. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, dinner's ready. I think we're uh, we're ready to go. We're cut off. Chow on some lasagna. So (laughs) uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Ted Thompson, dude, rest in peace. You know, I... That was extremely saddening news for, for all three of us yeah. and mm-hmm. saddening, unexpected. And, uh, you know, we, we were praise up. We were hoping for a, a rally. Yeah. Huge, huge prayer out to your family and, uh, hopefully, hopefully they're doing all right. All right.